At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, hey, top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard, along with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino Fun Show lineup over the next three hours today. Uh, Matt Eumann's on the show in 30 minutes from right now. He'll be on for two segments, his best bets in college basketball and some golf this week with Matt. And uh, back end of today's show, Dalen Cuff, ESPN College Basketball Analyst, will be on to get his best bets and thoughts on today's card in college basketball. We will get to as much of the college basketball as we can. Of course, we will start with the big news that came out yesterday in the NFL with Kelvin Ridley getting suspended for the entire upcoming 2022 season as he was busted for gambling on games. Uh, This is when he was out with the Falcons this year. I'm sure you know the story already. It's been in the news cycle for coming up on, you know, 24 hours here pretty soon. But he placed a legal mobile bet in Florida with the Hard Rock Casino. In turn, they then flipped, told Genius Sports, and then they oversee betting integrity for the NFL. Turns out, Paulie, he placed three five and eight game parlays that did include the Falcons. And I'm actually, you know, I'm not surprised this was going to happen sooner than later with how much sports gambling and the NFL, but these sports books now have become partners. Like it was inevitable, right? Legal in 30, 30 plus states. Some player was eventually uh, going to do this. You think so? Oh, yeah, for sure oh, this was going to happen. Okay. Maybe well, maybe not the way, we'll talk about all, maybe not the way in which he did, which was completely idiotic, 
But some player was going to gamble eventually, and now it's uh, Calvin Ridley who yeah. gets a year suspension. Well, I, I, this is boy, boy, oh boy! When you get to, when you look at the national media with stuff like this, I, I had to avoid. Oh, it you have to. I had to avoid it. I mean, they, oh, he had inside information. Yeah, his inside information was Jacksonville sucks. You're right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Number two, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. I mean, this is lunacy. And for Goodell to watch that Ray Rice video where he knocked his girlfriend out cold, video of it, yep. two games. Initially, think about two that. games, and this guy. Hey, it could be worse. It's indefinitely. It's at least now you can appeal and see what happens. Number another one. Get off Twitter. Stop tweeting. Yes. Who's giving this guy advice? Mm-hmm. Get off Twitter. Oh, I'm going to be fresh now. Oh, I don't have a gambling problem. No, I don't have a gambling problem. I understand it's only fifteen hundred dollars, but the guy sure. keeps tweeting. Sure. He, so he admitted it right out of the gates yesterday, yeah. which means there's going to be no appeal. Can't appeal this now, basically, because <laughs> yeah. you flat out said on Twitter, yeah, uh, it was 1500 bucks, no gambling problem. Oh, my now. God. And then to do it under his own name and well, sit there and it, while, while he's off with mental health and to sit here and put three, five, and 18 parlays in for a total of $1,500, I mean, he's right about that. I mean, it's not. It's like the regular guy betting $5 parlays. He makes $4 million a year, but he did it in a free agency year, and now he's going to be out of football for almost two years. Mm-hmm. What happened? But uh, Brian McCarthy emailed. Uh, several people about their guidelines and rules that it does not matter whether sports betting is legal or illegal in a given state. If you work in the NFL in any capacity, you may not bet on on, foot, on NFL football. Betting on games is, is forbidden. And all NFL personnel prohibited from placing or facilitating any bet, whether directly or through a third party on any NFL game practice or other event. But also, you could also get in trouble if someone tries to bribe you like, hey, lay down, throw this, and you don't report it. Sure. You get in trouble for that, too. Sure. But this is just incredibly stupid by Ridley. Oh, of course. The way that he did this now. I mean, at a league. But here's the beauty of this, right? The checks and balances of legal sports betting is the reason why he got caught. Yes. So that's good, then. That's actually a really good thing. This is working, right? And it wasn't with an offshore book that never would have been reported, or it wasn't you know, with a bookie somewhere, and nobody ever found out about it where... Then, then you get into like the real murky waters where, well, okay, now he's betting against this team, that kind of a deal. That okay, so this is good, right? But also, on a phone, on an app, and then you were out of state, dude. You have friends, yes. Yeah. You have cash, uh, yeah, plenty of it. What are you doing? And they are told. I mean, this is from former players. They will all tell you, basically, when you step on the football field in college. You are told over and over and over again, you can't bet on games. And then it turns into like a rookie symposium in the NFL. Now, they used to have it right in locker rooms in the yeah, NFL. Mike Pritchard, yes, yeah. He doesn't know for a long time. doesn't know if it's still like that anymore. I'm sure yeah. it is, but it says right there, like in yeah. all the locker rooms, you cannot gamble on this sport. You can't gamble at all. And then he takes a shot with $1,500 on three. Now, here's the deal. Like, I mean, to me, the, the year-long suspension feels like it's a really long time. But I... And the NFL trying to figure out how they're going to come down. Greg Hardy got four games. There yeah. were pictures of guns <laughs> on the bed yeah. and bruises all over his ex. Yeah. Four games. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's fair. Josh Gordon pretty much blackballed for smoking weed. Okay. So predicting what the NFL is going to do is impossible. But the reason why, if you want to tell me a year makes sense to you, I'll buy it. Because they, they do kind of have to set a precedent. That, eh, guys, oh. it's a bad look if you... Are betting on games in this Yeah, because tinfoil hat guy, and even having it in the yep. media. I mean, this guy who works for Fox Sports is a disgrace. This guy tweeting out a video about, I'm not saying he's fixing games, but oh. this, is, this is damning evidence here. Because he f- fell down short of the marker once, and the game was well before 
this ever happened? This game was years ago because this happened? I mean, that is ridiculous. That is an absolutely ridiculous uh, take yeah. to come out with that. But how about the Falcons? You know, the Patriots tried to make a trade. Other teams tried to make a trade. And the Falcons are like, nah, in good faith, we what, can't what, do it. What do you think of that? Well, I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't have done I, I would have made the trade. Does it give you more respect for the Falcons? Uh, yeah, yeah, but still, I would have said, here you go. You're on a need to know basis. Right. You right. don't need to know right now. Yeah. You want to make the trade, okay? How does that look, though, if it comes back that they made the trade and then they knew about it the entire time? Like, what would the NFL do about that? Would the, I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL would rescind the trade. Yeah, that's possible, too. You know? Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on a second here. You guys knew about this, and you still dealt the guy? No, no, come on. Can't have that. I but don't it, understand his tweet about, well, I couldn't even watch football. Yeah, I don't know what that Because he was away from mental health. It was, I, I don't know, uh, maybe coming back at the inside information or something. I don't get that either. I, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't even watch football. I don't know. And let me give like you this. like trying to make it seem okay. So I, I had a tough time kind of understanding what this whole out-of-state thing meant at first. And I'll give you a tweet. This is from Albert Breer who said, how did he get busted? He was in Florida and used the only gambling app legal in the state. The app notified a compliance company the NFL has hired called Genius for this kind of thing, as we told you about. And then he also, Breer tweeted, that he was out of state was a factor in Ridley's activity being flagged. Does that mean that, so he, he's in Georgia, that's where he lives and plays with the Falcons while he was away from the team because he traveled to Florida during the season and bet on the games? Or does that mean that he got the app when he was in Florida, put money in it, and then he actually changed the geolocation on his phone to bet from Georgia, which adds another new wrinkle to this whole thing. And if he, if he did that, which I don't think he did, but if that's, what, that's why I was confused by the tweets when they first came out. I'm like, if he went to the, the links to change the geolocation to bet from Georgia on a Florida app, well, then you're talking about like feds getting involved, that kind of a deal potentially, where it's like, uh, you can't be doing that, pal. That part's totally illegal. What took so long? I, that's a good, good question. I mean, if this happened in late, no, if late November, and then they report him immediately, what's there to investigate? Because apparently, according to Goodell in his uh, statement, he came right in and, and owned it. But what he did, I mean, yeah. what's he going to say? I mean, he's caught red-handed. But he's like, right under your own name. I mean, we're coming up on the middle of March. This happened in November? Yeah, right. Boy, that is a long time. Uh-huh. I thought I thought maybe he bet against this team because I, I saw late November. Oh, if you look late. at the schedule, oh, it, was, yeah. it was the Thursday night game at home to the Patriots when they were shut out. And they had that Motley crew out there, the backups and bums yeah. who they were playing. I was dying to get all the details on this. <laughs> yes. Right? Imagine yeah. if he actually yeah. bet against the Falcons. <laughs> yes. Okay. Then I'm guessing he's never going to play in the league ever again. But the whole okay. the whole way about the the whole way that he approached this. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what though. Goodell's on the clock too. Compare this. If it's true, I think it is. Compare this to Russ. It's not even close. Absolutely. You're exactly right. If you have an owner. An owner offering $100,000 to the coach per loss? Some guy who's making $4 million a year betting parlays? Pfft. Yep. And you Compared want, to that? And you're going to suspend Ridley for a year but do nothing about Stephen Ross? I mean, if this is proven true about Ross going to Flores and telling him to tank and lose games on purpose for $100,000, and Goodell, I'm, by the way, I'm guessing Goodell probably already, well, they have to go to a, a jury and that kind of thing probably to figure out whether or not it was true or not, unless Ross admits it. But if he would happen to know, and he's still, you know. Well, there's witnesses. Apparently there's yeah, witnesses. No, I know. Heard it. I know. So that's it. That, that's, Sell that's, the team. You're done. That's the worst of the worst right there. Yeah. Like crooked refs, really bad. But an owner paying a co- wanting to pay a coach to tank games, that's as bad as it gets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ross Tucker had a great, great tweet. He's on this show from time to time. Other people, it's like this is 
this is the worst ROI you're ever going to see. I mean, he bet $1,500 and lost uh, 11, 12 million. 11, 12 million. Yeah. You look at it. Yeah. But for, for years, right? The NFL <laughs> would never even dip their pinky toe into the shallow end. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah. legal sports betting gets passed. They partner with a bunch of sports books and they're doing cannonballs off the uh, cl- cliffs <laughs> from 40 feet up. And then, uh, all right, and, yeah, and then yeah. a player bets fifteen hundred dollars parlays. Get out of the league! <laughs> yeah, we hate you. We can't have this kind of thing. Yeah, okay, uh, it's incredible. In de- he's out the whole year at least. Jesus, I know. What was he thinking? Uh, he, what's he just shoot some dice? Go play roulette with Dan. Yes, come on, right? What's he doing? Uh, 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 from your own, own phone oh, on my an app. God. Call a cousin. <laughs> I'm glad. Actually, I've heard it's the- a. I think it's, I mean, I know the rules, which is, again, he's, he's incredibly stupid with the rules, and they tell you all yeah. the time. But, I mean, the guy the guy just bent like a five-team, know, know. Five an eight-team parlay. For I me. actually, the, the part that I did hear with some former players, they actually did say the dumbest part about the whole thing is what we just talked about. Yeah. You, you have a fall guy, as Chris Carter said. Uh-huh. You have somebody with cash, go make it at, at a book. You don't, you don't grab, you don't go on your phone all of a sudden and download the, you know, get the, the app up and put in parlays under your own name. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. We'll recap all of last night's fantastic action. My God, some of the beats, the buzzer beaters, the upsets, the line moves, and win some, lose some. That's coming up next. is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All right, here we go. Good call. Mitchell Pistons money line plus 240. They beat the Hawks. Bogdanovich with a horrible foul late. Uh, Bagley said, hold my beer. Uh, then Colin split the free throws. And uh, Detroit wins in overtime. They are feisty. They're playing good ball. They're tough right now. Yes, Detroit. they are. Good job. Like, they get the Bulls tomorrow night at home. They can win that uh, game. Atlanta, be careful. Porzingis now. Little Porzingis. On the Wizards. They could catch them. Mm. Wilmington, Charleston. Oh, they were loving. The markets were all over unders last night in college. And they won the majority of them. Wilmington, Charleston under. 143 to 137. Cash it. Townsend, Delaware under. 141 to 137. Not even close. Cash it. What was that from Townsend? They were the one seed. Oh, that was brutal. They were terrible. Yeah. They made one run, and then uh, Delaware pulled away. Cleveland State, Wright State under. 149 down to 140. Well, it snuck over. Oh, that was my fault. It exploded late. Oh, my mistake. IPFW, Northern Kentucky under. 137 to 133. Look at that final score. That game was ugly. 57-43. Another blowout. St. Mary's, Santa Clara. Uh... That got over as well, too. Uh, my fault. Timberwolves, Blazers under 235 down to 231. Not even close. Last night in the association, home team 7-1 and one straight up. And no LeBron. Spurs from 2 up to 6.5. Covered by 7. I reached out to Jeff Sherman at the Westgate. He makes the Lakers 3-350. 
to make the playoffs. Plus three, plus 350. I said, what's the series price if they play the Warriors or Suns? He says, is everyone healthy? I said, yeah. He says, five to one. Five to one to win the series. Five to one to win this best of seven. If wow. everyone's healthy. How about that, right? Great videos today. Good mix. Subscribe, be part of the team, VEASAN.com. Our radio and podcast friends as well. This is for you. This is the Gorilla Roller Coaster. No, thank you. Oh, my God. I don't know where this is. This is sick. Oh, my God. Coming up, King Kong. It, oh, no. Okay, that doesn't even look enjoyable. No. It looks like you go there to get beat up. Like It's like King Kong's winding you yeah, up here. Yeah, right. It's uh, creative, but that is... That's scary. I don't want any part of it. Um, how is that fun, actually? No. Oh, I couldn't do it. No. No way. Uh, Naga Pie is pronounced Naga Pie. This is an incredible video. Look at this. From under the bed for the treat in the guy's hand. Get up there. Sticks the landing. Oh, the accuracy. Nails. How does that happen? That's awesome. The athleticism. <laughs> What's the vertical on this thing? Sure, right. Was he at the combine? I know. I want to see him great. run the 40. Wow. Beautiful. That is great video. Back-to-back bear videos. I don't know what they are. They're they're out training in the woods. The sinister cold. It's so bad out there. Could be Russian. I don't know. But look at this. Is that Khabib? (laughs) What's the bear doing? Helping out on the branch. He's helping out. Spotting him somehow. Yeah, right. As they're doing a little uh, shadow boxing. Coming in. Like it's nothing. Is that guy doing in the background, the bear? Oh, God. I don't care if it's fake. I still love it like this one. This very well could be a guy in a costume. But this guy hanging out about why don't we domesticate bears like we do with cats. And the, I mean, look at this. The guy's got the thumbs up. The bear's got the, you see the snow and stuff on his belly. He got, it's, it's, I mean, he, he it could, still looks like it's a human being. In some it costume. really does. It does. Yeah, the hanging. weight sitting down. Yes. If that's real, the the, <laughs> the bear the bear is gonna like what lick his head. With one bite, he could pull his head right off. Oh, it's all over. Yeah, absolutely. Look at the smile on the guy's face. Huh? Hunky dory. This is living life. Yeah. Is that Hank Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That guy. Imagine that guy breaks into your home and he looks for some honey. Hang out and have a beer. This was all over social media. This is crazy. Look at this at a high school basketball game. Now people are saying, "Look what Curry's done to the game." I mean, come on, give me a break. But they just go back and forth. For about 30 seconds, and they're trading half-court shots. They can just keep going further. I go, okay. I raise you. Yep. That's exactly what it is, Paul. It turns yeah. into a battle of, uh, you know, manhood right here. This guy comes over just over half-court with a hand in his face. Boom. Now watch. Un- unlike I- Tennessee Chattanooga. Get a hand up. I-, I think this is, is this the last one of the video? Crosses half-court? Yeah, okay. How's that one from the logo? Oh, my Bam. God. And nothing. Look at the people. No, no, no reaction. Ho hum. This is what NBA or this is what basketball's turned into. Give me a break. Lose some. South Dakota State. South Dakota under one fifty-seven to one fifty-one. No good. Georgia State. Louisiana Lafayette under one thirty-eight, down to one thirty-two. Warriors Nuggets under two twenty-three and a half to two twenty and a half. Yeah, Warriors hung in there. Mm-hmm. Got inside the number. Lost by seven. Game flew over. Bulls Sixers over two twenty-nine. Up to 232 and a half. No good. Lose some Mick Cronin. In and out is overrated, he said. Why would you say that? In his backyard. You see, you live coach. in LA. What are you doing? How about that? It's a tasty burger, but it's just uh, the, the hype train. It's so, it's just everyone tell. I mean, the first time I ever went to California, like, oh, we gotta go in and out. Oh, you gotta go to in and out. Yeah, right. It's no, a great price thing. It lives up to it. The burgers do, yes. Yeah, b- burgers are outstanding. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, bad beats. Bruins. Bruins lose at home. The, the Kings scored with 30 seconds left and then won in overtime. 
Ava- what happened here? The Avalanche plus money on the puck line. They led the Islanders 5-1 to one in the third period. Yeah. They fell asleep. They won 5-4. Well, because that exploded late, right? It, yes, went from, it, it went from 1-1 to like 4-1 before you could blink Avalanche, and then 5-1, and then they gave it all back almost. Yep, and Zagalicious, lane 14. They're up by 24 with seven minutes left. San Francisco got the money. It fell 10. Yeah, outscored by 10 in the second half. Yep. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in and get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Santa Clara got the money as well. Uh, St. Mary's won, but didn't cover. How about the Tennessee-Chattanooga game in the finish? Unbelievable. I cannot believe that was so bad at the end. Great game. But at the end, I can't believe Chattanooga is up three. Furman has the ball. Right. There's 10 seconds left. Nine, eight, and a guy's going to, like he's going to the basket. And a guy for Chattanooga follow, follows him. It's like, in his face, got, let him lay it in. Right. Who cares? Now, again, why that's big is because they're up by three. They're laying two, one and a half or two for right. the game. Yep. Okay. So the, the coaches, by the way, are basically screaming at the players. You need to foul right now. That, that's right. And even there was some communication, I think, I on the court. Like, okay. we need to foul. So I, I actually thought, didn't Furman have the ball with like 20 seconds left? And they're running around like crazy. So they had their opportunities to foul, and they never did. And the guy somehow hits the three. Right. The guy clears out. He bites because the guy penetrates to the basket, and he bites on it. It's like, what are you doing? You're up three, with, and then there's there's five seconds left. He backs out to shoot the three. Right. The guy doesn't even put a hand up. Oh, no. He just gives it to him. Let's it fly. Cash it. He hits the three. They go to overtime. Go to overtime. And then yep. you get the game winner from uh, way out. Bang. Chattanooga, the game winner, and they, and they win. And, of course, again, didn't take my own advice, but certainly uh, – it was it opened one one and a half close two, just go money line there, but still I I can't number yes you have to foul number two what are you doing, chasing the guy to the basket let him lay it in who cares but before that foul, and then the guy goes back. After he, he fakes going to the hoop, comes all the way back, dribbles out from three. The guy doesn't even put a hand up. I know I couldn't believe it. Well here's oh, the yeah. thing. Get, come right. on, it's like. To me, this whole conversation, we can tie that into that video that you just played in high school when they're going bombs away from 45 feet, right? It's the mentality and how kids approach the game today. I mean, it should be automatic that you're on the court. You know you're up by three and you got to fall at some point. You have to. That should be burned in their, into their brains at like the age of 10. Because when you're watching these games growing up, how are you not screaming at the TV, foul, you have to foul, and they never do it. But yet, Furman actually took, I thought, with 40 seconds left in regulation, a terrible unwarranted three. There was no business taking that three in regulation. Um, plenty of time on the shot clock. It was a bad shot. They did it anyway, and they missed. But that's, when in end-of-game situations, Paulie, how many times in a one- or two-point game do you see a kid go dribble, 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 and the coach is like yelling, move, do yep. something with the ball. I just called timeout to draw up a specific play, and the kid's like, nah, this is hero ball time, man. And he goes between the legs, and then he goes like tries to pull a James Harden with a step back, and from 28 feet, that's the shot that they get instead of going for a decent two-point shot. I, I, it drives me nuts, but that, again, ties into that video. That, Steph Curry has done that to basketball. This is how people want to play now. Yeah. I could argue that Steph Curry has changed the game more than anybody else in history. How about that kid? Big man on campus. That's to go to the tournament. Yeah. That, what, what a shot. Furman, Furman has not been in the tournament since 1980, I believe. Oh, no. And that's how, that's how close they were like this. Right, yeah. And as soon as that ball went in, you just saw like four players from sure. Furman just fall to the ground like, ah! Yep. Totally devastated. Sure. One shot away. Shouldn't have come to that. 
No. But still, you're going to see a lot of that in the next couple of weeks. Oh, you will? You've got to foul. You must foul in that situation. I, but for the love of God, put a hand up. Yeah. Christ, it's a three-point game. It mm-hmm. ties it. No more football, no problem. Bet Rivers Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, plus more. Don't miss out on Bet Rivers' many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Up next, a double shot with Matt Humans. Uh, let's start off with games he likes on the college basketball betting board today, and maybe he'll throw in some more conference tournament outrights. That's coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. You're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams. Bet Rivers, as you covered, they've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's go full-blown beast mode right now. Matt Humans joins the program for two segments, his time of year, uh, with March Madness upon us and a huge golf tournament coming up this weekend as well. You can catch Matt every single day on the edge. It's uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific. Matt, uh, thanks for the time. Let's begin in the Big Ten. If you want to uh, give us the team that you like to maybe cut down the nets here in this conference on an outright, and then any games that you like that are on the board for this tournament early on. Okay, these two segments are going to be powered by five-hour energy. I just drank uh, one for the first time in 20 years. Uh, because I've gone through uh, 10 conference tournaments since last night. <laughs> trying to find futures plays and, uh, and individual games. And I still have a lot of work to do. In the Big Ten, a couple weeks ago, Circa put up Iowa at, I think, 9-1. to one, And I, I was eyeing the Hawkeyes at that point as a long shot. Should have bet it. Uh, did not. Hawkeyes have won nine and eleven, uh, nine of eleven going into the uh, Big Ten tournament. They probably should have won in Champaign on Sunday. Allowed Illinois to get a share of the co-championship. Uh, but when I look at the the bracket, I think it breaks p- pretty well for the Hawkeyes here. They're going to have to play the Nebraska Northwestern winner. Cornhuskers, one of the hottest uh, teams in the nation right now, but still, Iowa uh, would would advance and uh, play Rutgers, and then the uh, probably the. Illinois, Michigan winner if the seeds hold. So that top half of the bracket's not too tough for the Hawkeyes. In the bottom half, you got Purdue and Wisconsin. Uh, right now, the best price you can find. I've been looking through uh, several different sports books to try to find the best odds on these teams. Best you can get on Iowa's plus three seventy at DraftKings. Plus three fifty is the uh, consensus price. And before I get ambushed by the roll it over money line police, I'm going to say that. The best way to play a lot of these conference tournament futures is to uh, you know play the first game on the money line, roll over the winnings throughout the tournament, and you're probably going to get uh, a better price at the end of it. And I think that's definitely going to be the case with the Hawkeyes. I think we're going to play Iowa that way instead of playing the 350. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get better than 5-1 to one if I roll over the money lines there. And Thursday's game, 
I asked uh, Paul Stone what he made the number in Michigan, Indiana, and Paul said Michigan minus two. So I was prepared to lay two or three with uh, the Wolverines in that game. And uh, that's going to be uh, one of my best bets for Thursday. Michigan beat Indiana 80-62 to 62 in Bloomington on January 23rd. Mike Woodson said at that point he wanted another shot at the Wolverines. I think it's kind of a be careful what you wish for situation here with Juwan Howard coming back. Hunter Dickinson, who missed Sunday's game at Ohio State, I presume he's going to be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was surprising that the uh, Wolverines beat the Buckeyes in Columbus 75-69 with uh, Dickinson out. And Caleb Houston, star freshman, shooting 0 for 10 from the field. Michigan's 11-9 and in the conference, Indiana 9-11. The Hoosiers need a win to get in the NCAA tournament fields. They're going to be desperate. Uh, but I just don't think this Indiana team's good enough. But a little-known fact here, in 20-plus years of the Big Ten tournament, Indiana has never won it. Wow. Oh. Okay, juicy tidbit there. Very good. How about up the street, Pac-12? Uh, you can see find a low price here, $1.20 range with Arizona. I think, I think they should go to the uh, championship game. Will they meet UCLA? Will form hold? Do you have a long shot here? How do you see the Pac-12? So Arizona is minus 130 favorite at Circa right now. Arizona State, I think, is an interesting long shot at 110 to 1. Uh, I'm not going to play the Sun Devils because I just don't think they can get through that half of the bracket. But if you're looking for a, a bomb, maybe that's something to consider. Bobby Hurley's really had that team playing a lot better in the second half of the season. I think Oregon at 22 to 1 is going to be a chic pick for a lot of people. In the Pac-12, Oregon's got to get through Oregon State, no problem. Colorado shouldn't be much of a problem. And then uh, top-seeded Arizona. And really, if you watch the game, the Ducks should have beat the Wildcats in Tucson a couple of weeks ago. It's not out of the question that Dana Altman could get this team to regroup and make a tournament run here. We saw one of the most unlikely tournament runs of any team in recent years last year with Oregon State running through the Pac-12 tournament in Vegas. So it wouldn't shock me if Oregon does it. And 22 to 1, I actually bet that at Circa tonight. UCLA, USC, the two and three seeds in the bottom half of the bracket. I found uh, UCLA at plus 280 yesterday here in town. Mm-hmm. Only reason why I bet it, because most books have like plus 175. Okay. And I made right. the, I thought the number would be like plus 220, 225. I do like Arizona to win this thing, but plus 280, I thought I could not resist on UCLA. And I, I see your point about Oregon, because Altman's so good this time of year. Um, but man, they disappointed me this year. Now, how 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 have you, mm-hmm. in, you know, in up all night going through all these uh, conference tournaments? I've had a tough time trying to find anything that I like based on the numbers in the Big Twelve. What did you come up with there? By the way, you're right about the Ducks. I think the biggest disappointment of any major conference uh, team in the Big Twelve. I think this is going to be a popular play with some people. But I was talking with Paul Stone about it yesterday. Texas is a plus six fifty to win the Big 12, and that's about the best price you're going to find out there. That's at the Westgate Superbook right now. Circus got 6-1. to one. Texas has got to beat TCU in the Thursday opener and then has to get through Kansas. But I'll tell you what, the Jayhawks been pretty shaky yep. down the stretch. And I know they're in position to be a one-seed in NCAA tournament, but they have not played like a one-seed. And Texas probably should have beat Kansas in that game in Lawrence on Saturday afternoon. Chris Beard, we know he can make tournament runs. Uh, I think plus 650 on Texas is a decent play. You've got Baylor and Texas Tech in the bottom half of that bracket. So uh, I, I made a small play on Texas here to win the Big 12. Okay. How about here? Uh, well, we have so many tournaments going on this week. It's nuts. But uh, what did you find in the Mountain West Conference? Did you 
Did you find a good number on Colorado State, or are you looking elsewhere? You know, I'm not going to look at Colorado State here. Um, I'm actually going to look at San Diego State because of its suffocating defense and the fact that Aztecs have so much success in this tournament in the past and uh, actually found a plus 330 at DraftKings, plus 325 at Circo. Those were the best numbers in the market on uh, San Diego State. And um, the number four Wyoming plays number five UNLV, and the winner gets Boise. Uh, the 8-9 game, I think, is uh, really interesting. It's Nevada and New Mexico on Wednesday. And you can find uh, Nevada at 75-1 to at Circa right now. And if you watch the Wolfpack Saturday night, they're finally fully healthy. They've got three guards who can light it up. I wouldn't shock me if the Wolfpack makes some sort of run in this tournament. Steve Alford's had success in conference tournaments in the past. I remember Iowa in the Big Ten and New Mexico. In the Mountain West, 75 to 1. Maybe if we're looking for a bomb, it's Nevada. San Diego State, to me, does not have an easy road, but it's it's not impossible. They Aztecs got Fresno, probably Colorado State, which uh, I know they can beat, and they blew them out in San Diego. And then Boise, if uh, the Broncos get through the top half of the bracket. So I don't think there's much odds value in the Mountain West. When you look at, uh, what do you got, like six teams at single-digit odds? It's very difficult to um, to make a strong case for saying, hey, there's value on the Aztecs to win this. But that's my pick to win the Mountain West at a plus, uh, what I say, Mountain West plus 325 at Circa. Well, the money, Paulie and Mitch Vieson, Matt Eumann's our guest, Vieson senior editor, host of The Edge, get point spread weekly. It is dynamite. It's always good. Uh, and the brackets and schedules are all up on all these conferences as well. Point spread weekly, cover jinx, strikes again. And I'm sure you were emotional watching Coach K's final home game. Uh, you probably needed some Kleenex there. But So what, what are you thinking? Do you think this kind of helps them? And you can see like a dollar thirty to win the ACC tournament coming off the embarrassing loss. Yeah, by the way, that point spread cover jinx was intentional. Uh, I wrote <laughs> about Coach K and, and said to put him on the cover last week on purpose. So uh, that worked out. that worked out pretty well. I do think the Duke debacle on Saturday against Carolina, as funny as it was watching all the crying fans and uh, the party that got crashed, I do think it's going to make Duke a little bit more dangerous in the in the postseason. You're going to see a fully focused Blue Devils team that's got plenty of talent and is capable. I bet Duke at minus 25 to win, minus 125 to win the ACC. Looks like they're going to get the winner of uh, Florida State Syracuse and then probably have to play Miami. That'd be a, a revenge game. The Blue Devils lost to the Hurricanes by one at home. Hey, prior to uh, Saturday, Duke had lost three ACC games by a total of four points. So I still think Duke should be the clear favorite. Minus 125 to me was a, a fair price here to win the ACC. I think Mitch made that bet as well. In the bottom half of the bracket, you got Notre Dame at 10-1 to and North Carolina. I think it's going to be a, a Duke-Notre Dame title game. Okay, very good. Matt, hang tight. We'll bring you back for another segment. We appreciate it today. Uh, other picks that you like with the outrights for these tournaments and some games that are on the board right now, plus your thoughts of a loaded field this weekend at the Players' Championship, some huge odds out there and really good golfers. And you can get an early start in your college basketball tournament betting with VSIN's full-court bracket betting coverage starting this Sunday, six hours of free video, uh, live video streaming on vsin.com, including the full bracket reveal and opening lines for every single great game. It is great coverage every single year. We're talking about VSIN's college hoops experts, Greg Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Vautobel, Tim Murray. They're going to analyze every game, discuss the bookmaking uh, makers making the lines to find the best early value. Don't wait for the lines to move. Start your bracket around one tournament betting with the VSIN college hoops experts on Sunday at 6 o'clock Eastern free 
on vcin.com. The Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year. 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, our tournament betting guide, data strategy, $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, we're here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash Madness. Another segment with Matt Humans Golf coming up. We continue with uh, conference tournament picks. AAC, I'm concerned with how Houston's playing here down the stretch. The one seed, they have an easy path. It see, appears to be easy to the title game, and the AAC was down this year. Cincinnati garbage, Wichita down year. Lurking there is red hot Memphis, but they might meet SMU, who's on the bubble in the semis, and SMU swept them. How do you see this tournament? Yeah, I think it's going to be really difficult for SMU to beat Memphis three times, and I'm not using a three-team three, beat, a three, team three times cliche. It's just Memphis is a really hot team right now. Since Penny Hardaway's rant, the Tigers have uh, been playing really good basketball. I mean, they got a ton of talent, most talent of any team in that league. There's no question about it. I think Tulane, the five seed, could be a little bit dangerous in the top half of the bracket with Houston. It's just not the same Houston team because of injuries that we saw in December. And that's why Memphis was able to pull off the season sweep. I think uh, you're probably going to see a Memphis Houston title game. And uh, I, I still think three to one is actually not a bad bet on Memphis to win the American. Okay. How about the big East? Um, Villanova, the shortest shot in the board, obviously mm. at around plus plus one fifty. but then you have a bunch of other teams near the top that are pretty damn good. And they put together some nice years. So how do you look at the big East? I'll tell you one game I'm going to bet, and I believe it's Wednesday. Butler plus six and a half against Xavier. Butler lost by uh, two at Xavier on February 2nd. Bulldogs are finally at full strength, and they got four players who are who are um, uh, big time. Bo Hodges, Chuck Harris, Bryce Golden, Bryce Enzi. When all those guys are healthy, I think Butler is going to be a dangerous team. So I'm taking six and a half against the Musketeers in that game. But as far as the Big East from the big picture, uh, Providence, the one seed, I don't think is going to draw many action for many people. The mm-hmm. Friars have been playing with fire, and a lot of Sharps have been betting against the Friars, and I think we're going to see Providence get exposed a little bit in the postseason. But that Villanova-UConn game, the 2-3 in the bottom half, is going to be a monster. I just like Villanova so much because of Colin Gillespie and the experienced guards, and I think Jay Wright's going to find a way to win that tournament. Uh, Villanova plus 150 would be my play in the Big East. Who's your 7-1 shot that you like in the Big West? Fullerton, uh, believe it or not, and um, I wrote this up for vcin.com. Fullerton was uh, 11 and 4 in the Big West. This tournament's going to be in Henderson at the new Dollar Loan Center. I'm going to plan to go out there and catch a couple games in the next two days. But uh, Fullerton has got the easiest half of the bracket here, and um, by far the easiest half of the bracket because the top three favorites on the odds board are all in the top half of the bracket. Hmm. And Fullerton actually swept Irvine and UC Santa Barbara in the regular season here. So uh, I, I actually think um, 
with EJ Anasicki, the Tennessee transfer, who's a, a big time player and uh, three really good guards. The Fullerton at seven to one is some pretty good odds value on a team that was eleven and four in the Big West Conference. So that's where I'm looking at that tournament here in Vegas. Fullerton would have to go through Riverside and Hawaii to get the title game, and that uh, shouldn't shouldn't be too difficult for the Titans. Matt, how do you balance this week, by the way, between all the games that are on and then so many tournaments out here in Las Vegas? Do you try to go to a couple of different conference tournaments every single year between that, betting, and you know watching as many games as possible on TV, or how do you operate here? Yeah, so that's a good question because uh, I, I try to record as many games as possible. I'm going to bounce around from the Big West. To, I'm going to actually go out to the a game at the WAC tournament, Mandalay Bay tonight. Big West hit the Pac-12 for sure on Friday, and um, then when we get to the weekend, I think. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure Mike Palm set up a cabana for us at Stadium Swim on Saturday. So if you guys want to come out, uh, we're going to be out at Stadium Swim just watching games on Saturday. So probably just go out to games Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then uh, Saturday we'll hang out at Stadium Swim. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, this is awesome. This is a very underrated week, by the way. Oh, Everybody talks about March yeah, Madness. Absolutely. You think about the first two days of the tournament, Thursday and Friday, to me are the best two days of the year. But this is a very underrated week because you got games early in the morning to late at night. Uh, yeah, I made the case last week. Friday's the best day of the season uh, coming up this be. week. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about how about any how about some golf picks? TPC ch- Championship. This is great. And some juicy prices on some big names. How do you handicap the golf tournament? <laughs> this is basically the fifth major, and uh, you, you got such a stacked field that I think it's um, kind of difficult to be selective this week. You want to bet so many players, and you have to be—you have to hold yourself back. And uh, Colin Morikawa, to me, is uh, the best bet on the board. He tied for second at Riviera a few weeks ago. But if you look at this tournament last year at TPC Sawgrass. He struggled in the first uh, few rounds a little bit, but by the fourth round, he figured out the course. And he, he shot the lowest round of anybody on the course on Sunday with a 66. And I think uh, Morikawa's game fits pretty much every course, but definitely fits here. And 16-1, to 1, I played him. Daniel Berger, a couple weeks ago, blew it at the uh, Honda. He's got uh, two top tens at Sawgrass, and I think Berger at 30-1 to 1 is going to play well. Uh, here as well. And don't forget, there's going to be some wind. There's going to be tough conditions. You got to look for guys who are good wind players this week. And I think that's why you're going to see Matt Matt Fitzpatrick probably uh, be a guy to get some play. He's at about 40 to one. He was one off the lead going into the weekend last year. He's got four consecutive top tens this year. Shane Lowry was eighth in this tournament last year. He's another guy who's a good wind player. He's at about 50 to one. Uh, Adam Scott, probably fits the mold, but I'm not going to bet Adam Scott just because he hasn't been a closer in the last couple of years. And if you're betting guys on the futures board, you're looking for value, but also guys that can close and Scott not been a closer. Uh, I think Mitch remembers this well. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama shot a first round 63 in 2020 in this tournament. I bet him. I think Mitch bet him. He was the leader and that tournament got canceled after right. the first round. Yep. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I recall. Good yep. Call. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, so that was uh, so. I think you got to take a look at Matsuyama. I mean, there's such fat prices on some of these uh, really talented players too. And uh, two of the guys you're going to see at sky high prices that you never see this week. DJ at 35 to one. We know he's all out of sorts. Uh, is he capable of getting it together this week? Certainly. DJ at 35 to one has got to interest you a little bit. But how about Brooks Kepka up in the 40s? And uh, Kepka, it's not like his current form. 
is poor because he uh, he was in the running to win in Scottsdale on Super Bowl weekend. Uh, Kepka didn't really play up to expectations in the Honda when when I bet him, but you can find Kepka anywhere from forty one to Mitch said forty eight to one. I didn't see that, but that was one local books got forty eight. Circus got forty-one to one. Brooks Kepka is going to be on my card at forty-one to one for sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, no, you're right. As you said, you can't have everybody, and you know sometimes it is tough to justify making bets on certain. Like Matt, I've said probably for I don't know eighteen months now. At some point, Victor Hovland could maybe be the best golfer on the entire entire tour. He's getting there right now, but you just have to avoid like the landmine that's eventually going to happen, and that took place again with that kid over the weekend. Yeah, I, I uh, made a bet on Hoblin during the tournament, and it looked like he was going to win over the weekend. They missed a couple of putts inside five feet. Typically, he's such a steady player. He doesn't make mistakes like that. But it's, uh, these, these golf tournaments on Sunday have been absolutely crazy, and uh, this is going to be another one. Cause you, this, like I said, it's a stacked field. It's basically like uh, a warm-up to the Masters in a few weeks. You've got every elite player imaginable in the field this week in 90 seconds you were live on the uh-huh. air when the ridley story broke what do you think of the what do you think of the year suspension well it's too much i think it's a overblown controversy and i was hoping it was not going to be a mainstream media circus yesterday with a bunch of uneducated opinions about the dangers of gambling and the uh, how it just threatens the integrity of the game <laughs> Yes, uh, he violated a written rule as an NFL player. You can't bet on NFL games. You have to be smarter than that. But at the same time, he was inactive. He was away from the team. He bet small money on three parlays, or a three, five, and an eight-teamer. I think it's obvious he didn't have inside information. This is not something that's uh, going to be a great concern to the league. I think Roger Goodell is trying to make an example out of uh, Calvin Ridley here. But to me, it's um, not a big deal. And... Uh, I was just hoping that, uh, you know, all the national media commentators were not going to uh, um, make it out to be a much bigger thing than it is. Because I just, uh, you guys probably have the same opinion. This is in no way a threat to the integrity of the game. Right. If, if you want to look at the NFL in the last couple of years, you had, a, you had a blown call to put the wrong team in the Super Bowl in the Rams-Saints game. You had controversial calls at the end of the Super Bowl. To me, the biggest threat to the integrity of the game in the NFL is incompetent officiating, not something as uh, trivial as this. Well said, Matt. Thanks for the time today. That was great, uh, and, and good luck this week. All right, you bet. Thanks. Follow Thank him you. on Twitter. He's at Matt Humans 24-7. The first hour of Follow the Many is uh, presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every uh, Tuesday. Must be 21-plus. Offers not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules up next. Uh, Six title games on tap for tonight, and we will remind you this morning, underdogs in the championship game are 13-2 ATS in the last 15 games, including 11 outright upsets of this conference tournament. Details on that coming up next.